Hello, Williamson County, and welcome to Pet Watch, a monthly series brought to you by the Williamson County Animal Center, where we explore all things related to the programs and services at the center and animals in Williamson County. For those of you who might be uh, adjusting your antenna or tapping your screen, trying to figure out where uh, Debbie Sims is, if you missed our most recent episode, she has retired, and I am your new host, Scott Peeper, uh, trying to follow in Debbie's footsteps as the community outreach coordinator. So bear with me. This is my first time hosting Pet Watch, um, and I've got the privilege of starting off with a very exciting and important episode. Uh, we will be talking to you today about fostering. A very special guest with us, the uh, one of our foster parents, Ellen Quarteramos. Quartermus, yeah. Quartermus. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Good. Miss Q. Yeah, Miss Q. Q. Just call me that. And Brooke Robbins. Brooke is adoption specialist and foster coordinator uh, at the center. Um, so Brooke, yeah. why don't uh, you tell us a little bit about what uh, you do in your role? Um, so with the foster coordinator, I take care of all the kittens and cats, dogs, and puppies, but mainly kittens right now, um, that are too small to be fixed and go on to the adoption floor. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm kind of, since I'm an adoption specialist as well, like behind the scenes, and then when they go to the floor, I adopt them out. Um, but yeah, so mm -hmm. any animals that aren't um, ready for adoption yet, they go to foster families, like Miss Ellen, um, and they care for them for, um, up to eight weeks, depending on when you get them. Right. Um, yeah. uh, uh, what exactly is fostering? I think most people are at least remotely familiar with the with the term, but yeah. what is? Um, as it is in our shelter, we will supply everything. All you need to do is supply love and a home. That's pretty much it. So you just watch the cats, um, kittens mainly, um, until they are ready to be adopted. So the animals, for whatever reason, who need a foster home will go and stay with the foster parent at their home for, it's usually a predetermined amount of time? Yeah, yeah. So once they're eight weeks old is when um, most of them will get fixed. So it's really two pounds, but they gained a pound a month. So eight weeks is a good um, time for them to come back. Mm -hmm. So instead of them staying in the shelter for three to four weeks, not being as socialized as they would in a home, they go to homes. Fantastic. And you mentioned, you said that some of the animals are too young and that's why they need a foster. Mm -hmm. What are some of the other reasons that an animal might need a foster? Um, medical, um, phosphorus, um, where phosphorus is um, the cat, due to health reasons, is not adoptable. Um, but we will take care of them for the rest of their life in a foster home. Right. Um, and then socializing. So sometimes we'll get kittens or dogs that need extra care and attention that the foster that the shelter can't um, supply. So that's when they go to foster. Right. And regardless of what the reason is, the the outcome for the animal is that it makes them more adoptable for mm -hmm. someone for the long term goal of getting them adopted and yep. they help in that way. And I know that you are a uh, very busy person in your role. Actually, I know that you've already had a, 
an emergency <laughs> today um, because uh, we are, you are working with so many yes. foster animals and yes. so many foster parents. How many animals do we have in foster right now? Um, currently, we have 219. Wow. Um, a little over 200 is about 210 is um, kittens. The rest are I have um, a litter of puppies and then um, phosphorus animals. Mm -hmm. um, since January, however, I looked this up last night, since January, we have put into foster almost 600 animals. Already this year? Already this year. Wow, wow. And Ellen, do you, are you one of the current fosters? <laughs> I am, I am. I have two, uh, probably eight, nine-week-old kittens at home right now. Um, and they are so much fun. They're running around and getting to know my other cats. Mm -hmm. So they're socialized to older cats, which is part of our, our job. We try to get them uh, acclimated to being in a home, get used to the TV. That seems to be the big thing. They're scared <laughs> of the TV. Um, and playing with other animals. There are a lot of homes that have children and have dogs and they when, when possible they try to acclimate them to those as well so again it makes them more adoptable the more situations they're familiar with then the more adoptable they are okay. it makes it as a much easier adjustment when they go into a home mm -hmm. yeah because they've been in another one all right and i know that we are also just getting into or into anyways what uh, i've heard referred to as kitten season. Yes. So for the next three months or so? I guess. Last year it didn't end until like November. Yeah. So I don't even know if it's a season anymore. <laughs> we get a break <laughs> in January now. <laughs> January we get a break. But um, basically adult, an adult cat can um, start reproducing at four months. Mm -hmm. They can, um, they have a two months gestation and they can get pregnant while nursing. So they're built to breed. Like, so by the time a cat's eight months old, she could already have 12 kittens. Oh my goodness. Or more. I mean, an average litter is six, so. And multiple litters each mm -hmm. year mm -hmm. as well, yeah. as mm -hmm. well. And so you mentioned that uh, most of the animal, uh, kittens, most of the animals in foster are kittens. And the primary reason is that they're too young to be adopted yet. Mm -hmm. So where do the, all these young kittens come from? How do they find their way to you? Outside. Straight. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we've worked really, really hard these last couple of years with the community cat program, but there's always going to be cats out there. I think at the beginning of the program, Sam did an um, uh, educated estimate of over 50,000 outdoor indoor and in, sorry, outdoor and indoor outdoor cats in Williamson County. 50,000 in yes. Williamson County alone. Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, and we have fixed, I don't, I know at the beginning of the year, I think it was 2,000. So it's a dent, but they're still right. out there. Right. And it just comes to educating people of please. We, please we did see a little bit of a, of a break in the kitten season seemed yeah. to start a little later this year. Yeah. So our program is having some effect that it didn't start in Absolutely. March this year, but it probably will continue yeah. through November. Fantastic. And you mentioned the community cat program. That's one of the spay neuter programs mm -hmm. that we have. Um, and so that is targeted to um, get animals that are living outside, strays primarily, I guess, 
um, spayed and neutered so yeah. we can make a dent in that 50,000 yeah. cat population? Um, a lot of them are what is referred to as a community cat. So they're not exactly strays because there's a neighborhood taking care of them. Okay. Um, so we just get them fixed so they stop reproducing because they will for yeah. a very long time. See, I'm obviously still learning about these things <laughs> myself very much so. That's good. The more There's people we get learn. There yeah. are so and the more many. people we get to, the better. Yeah. 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 There, uh, there are a lot of amazing programs that we have at the center. And there really is. I'm yeah. trying to get them I started one at a time. before the um, community cat program, and it was insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You remember. I remember. Like, I remember. We had, we had cats crates everywhere. Crates and crates in an adoption. There were crates in the lobby for cat adoptions and mm -hmm. yeah. all of that. And a lot of them were cats that were already being cared for where they were. But yeah. We also have an increasing number of fosters. As the word gets out that it's sometimes hard but always fun and rewarding. Uh, there are more fosters are coming yeah. in and wanting to help out with that as well. So yeah. that's a big... Big plus. Yes, absolutely. And Brooke does a great job of getting the word out. Penny Adams does a good job of getting the word does. out. I can't imagine. We've, we've got a lot of new fosters, I think, yeah. trying to sign up and, and help many, us out. How many foster families do we have? Um, so I have, I believe, 75 to 80 active families, okay. families that have cats currently. Um, All together, I think I've got about 200 that oh, um, wow. are, have applied, <clears throat> there's always scheduling and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So like right now we really do need um, kitten fosters as well. So mm -hmm. no matter where that number is, we still need more. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Ellen, how long have you been a foster? Well, I'm, I, was a, I started volunteering in 2015 and I became a foster within a month because there was an older cat that had been turned in and was very unhappy at the shelter. So I decided to take her home for the weekend. And six years later, she was still at my house. <laughs> we call a that weekend. a foster fail, even though it was, <laughs> it's actually a big success. We've all got a failure. And every foster, I think, has a foster <laughs> fail at home. Um, but it just made me realize and as soon as I got her home, she stretched out on the bed like she was home. <laughs> and I said, well, she can't go back. Um, but we do have to strengthen ourselves a little bit to take them back because we fall in love with everyone. Mm -hmm. But then I realized how, how much different it is to actually have them in a home. If they're a little kitten, it's less scary than all the noises at the shelter. Right. I mean, the shelter is a great place, and uh, the volunteers and staff do a wonderful job, but it's just not a fun place for a little kitty. Right. So right. Um, to have them in homes, and I just realized that uh, my husband and I both love them and like having them around, and it's just, you know, so rewarding. And like I said, a little difficult sometimes uh, if they're not well, but... Mm -hmm. um, but we just like having them around. And when we run out of fosters in January, we're all lonely going, we need kittens, even though we know it's a good thing we don't have. Do you feel that have. way when we run yes. out of fosters? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no I love them. Yeah, um, yeah but, but the fosters do start going, well, we miss the kittens. We don't, right. yeah. we don't want there to be kittens. I'll but get if, like three or four pictures kittens. a day of empty kitten rooms. Like, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> with like a sad song. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here I am lonely without any kittens around. <laughs> they really do add so much personality really to the home. It's and so much and fun. To caring watch for them, them is rewarding. And like, them, yeah. to just watching them grow and watching them acclimate is so fun. They're such amazing creatures. Yeah. <laughs> and, and my husband and I both kind of like getting the ones that are a little bit, what would they call, spicy. Um, and we <laughs> like, we like to take them home and, and <laughs> let, them, let them hiss and spit at us a little bit. And then we're just really good at just kind of being around until yeah. they decide we're okay. Yeah. And uh, I like a lot of the fosters find that especially rewarding because a lot of people wouldn't put up with it. Um, but they turn out most of the time just to be warm and fuzzy, just yeah. like the rest of them. They yeah. just were frightened. Right. So, so right. we, we kind of specialize in those right now. And then adult yeah. cats that need medicine mm -hmm. and things like that. I've done the... Um, there are some all-night jobs that a lot of people specialize in. Um, I had to give those up just because I don't do well without sleep. Yes. But that's well, okay. As, as someone who has experience uh, with the fostering, has been doing it for a little while now, why don't you kind of describe if there is such a thing as a typical experience, what it is well, like. Well, I think what I have right now is pretty typical. We had some kittens that were brought in as strays, and um, they weren't they were only like less than a pound. They were just tiny kittens. Uh, these particular kittens were already eating solid food, so I didn't need to bottle feed them, even though I've done that and I could have. Um, and so you bring them home and you just kind of let them acclimate a little bit to being in a different place um, and show them where the food is and, and train them to the litter box a little bit because they're used to being outside. Mm -hmm. um, and then just kind of hang around with them and play with them and teach them that people are okay. Right. And that people are actually a lot more fun than being out in the, the dirt and the grass <laughs> and the cars. Um, and, and right now, you know, they run to the door when we open the foster room. We actually turned in an, our entire formal living room into a foster room. We just took all the furniture out oh, and put, wow. put cat beds and cat toys and cat towers and a little bit of furniture for the people. Um, and so we can take larger litters because we have a large space. Okay. And um, so we, you know, they run to the door when you open the door because they're, and it's just so nice to see those happy little faces <laughs> coming at you. So they, we, we, uh, the ones we have right now, they run to the door, they run to see our other kittens. They want to play with our big six pound cat. Um, and then now that, you know, eight weeks and they're over two pounds, we're, kind of getting a little bit sad because we have to let them go back but then we know that Brooke is going to find them for you I wonder I know <laughs> right, Brooke is right. going to find them a wonderful home and we have such a a wonderful uh, group of cat volunteers and a lot of them really love what we call matchmaking mm -hmm. and they are so good at finding just the right home for just the right cat or kitten and so we feel good about bringing them back because we know those people will take over and find them a place where they can be happy forever. Right, right. Now, you mentioned that uh, you sort of converted an area of your home yes. into the foster room. Yeah. But that's not necessary for no, someone to No, we just happened to have an old ranch yeah. house that had right. a room we never went in. Okay. Yeah. But it, there are people but, with walk-in closets. There are people mm -hmm. with bath, big bathrooms or not so big bathrooms. I mean, yeah. they don't need a lot of space because uh, whatever they have is bigger than a a kennel at, at the shelter. So. Right, right. Yeah. And we get, uh, I'm not sure if it's every morning, but pretty regularly 
on the, I believe it's the Foster, the Foster um, Facebook page. Yeah. The all moments of the morning. Yeah. So I can imagine that getting those in person. Yes. Where it's uh, the all moments are the photos of the, the foster kittens yep. just do We all have our cameras ready. <laughs> right. Our phones are right times. here right. every second in the, because they'll discover a new toy or they just snuggle up against your neck or mm -hmm. something that you know almost brings tears to your eyes because they're just so darn cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know every little thing is a milestone and it's just just a lot of fun to share with the other fosters and I think that's what keeps the new fosters excited about continuing because they see that those of us who've been doing it for five or six years are still going, oh, that's so cute. We just have to have a picture of that. So, right. so it, it becomes a, and, and that Facebook page is a nice community where we share uh, pictures and ask for advice from the people who've mm -hmm. done this before and Brooke gets on there and helps us out. So um, it, it's a really good setup. The, the center has really provided fosters with pretty much the ideal situation if you want to be a foster. Mm. What, what kind of support uh, does a foster get from the center? Um, I know we don't just hand a, a foster pet off and say, here you go, um, come back so on. We all, we, we'll do all vaccinations. Um, we have a vet that um, is on staff that has certain vet hours where she's able to see fosters. Um, all food, litter, toys, whatever they need is provided. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it's a, normally they're matched up with a mentor. So other than being able to contact me, they can contact somebody else as well. So pretty much it sounds like a, a, someone could foster really at no expense. Oh yeah, is completely. the center make sure that they have everything that they need? I mean, if they choose, if they want to go buy some toys, like that's up to them but it is not required at all. We have enough donations that it's not a problem. Yeah. That's amazing. That is amazing. And is, are there certain requirements to become a foster or who can foster? Um, I mean, pretty much anybody wants, um, so you can fill out an application on our website and then um, me or another foster will call um, and just tell them about like what, what it is, all like that, um, and then they're welcome to come pick up. Mm -hmm. Once I contact them that there's kittens, very rarely is, I don't think I've ever actually had to deny it. Yeah, if, if, they, yeah if, they, if they're willing. I, yeah, I mean, I, the cat that I first foster failed with did not like other cats, mm -hmm. but that didn't mean I couldn't foster. I could just close off the foster room and keep them in their own space, mm -hmm. keep my cat in her own space, and it all worked out. Um, and, you know, most people probably would have a room or a bathroom or a closet or a, something where they could keep animals separate from other animals if they needed to. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that is recommended for the first couple of weeks anyway, just to make sure everybody's happy and healthy. Right. But, um, you know, most, most everybody would have, have the space and if they have just a little bit of time, they can take the older ones yeah. if they have lots of time they can take the, the bottle what we call bottle babies yep. uh, and and keep them going so mm -hmm. exactly. just about anybody could and what about if someone uh, were to find the strays that we were talking about earlier what how do they go about getting them to the center to 
be they, able to... They, they get dropped off as strays, just like um, any other cat would. So mm. um, they go through intake, and then the intake coordinator um, lets me know, hey, we've got five two-week-old kittens in here that mm -hmm. are going to need foster. So. And do you recommend that they be brought in with the mother if, if the mother if is around? If possible, yes, or? because not only is the mother such an important aspect of socializing and feeding, um, but also if she's not coming in, she's going to get pregnant again, and we're going to be in the same issue in two months. Mm -hmm. And do you find, or does it happen often when the mother does come in with the, the kittens, do they go to the foster home mm -hmm. as well? Mm -hmm. All right. If possible. Sometimes mm -hmm. if they're very, very, very feral, nope. Okay. But we do and have a what, few fosters that'll take that on as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if that's the case with the mother being feral and not being able to, then what uh, what what is done with the mother at that point then if it's decided that she's not a good foster candidate um then sam would coordinate with a barn or um somebody looking for a cat that um can live out, wants to live outdoors things like that it's all about the comfort of the cat we're not going to force a cat to stay inside if they don't want to um especially if that's been their whole life is being outside mm -hmm. there's no reason to force them to stay inside when we have the opportunity to find them placement outside. Right. Yeah, a, a nice place where they are, are cared for. You know, their basic yeah. needs are taken care of, but they don't have to deal with people because yeah. they just don't want to. Um, we refer to that as like a working cat. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they kill the mice and you feed them. <laughs> and all of this information about all of these things that we're talking about is available on the website yes, uh, for someone to check out and they can also do the applications mm -hmm. to become uh, a foster parent if they would like. Yep. yep. Yeah, so. We always well, need more. Yes. <laughs> well, and I we wanna... welcome them with open arms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Ellen, I'm curious, uh, are there any favorite fostering moments that you would like to share? <laughs> well, let's see, I have so many. I think probably there was one summer when we took a lot of feral litters and turned them around and, and got them adopted. So we were very proud of that. But then I said to Brooke, could we just have some that are warm and fuzzy from the beginning? <laughs> and so she gave us the cutest little litter of black and white tuxedo kittens. Oh my gosh, yes. And they, I mean, from day one, they were climbing all over. You sit down in the chair and they're biting on your neck and going to sleep on your neck. And it was just, uh, Kind of, you know, just like like a warm hug, mm -hmm. and we felt like we had worked pretty hard, even though we loved those kittens, and they turned out great, and they turned out to be lovable. But then we had that one, one group that would just swarm all over you and love you to death from the beginning. So we we didn't finish the foster season with that, but that was a nice uh, little change from what we normally do, which we're happy to do. We're uh -huh. happy yeah. to do the ferals because not everybody has uh, maybe the patience that a retired school teacher has. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but that was That's that was one of our favorites. Being a teacher, for yeah. yeah. And we had another. We had an adult foster that needed to lose a little weight because she came in overweight, and we took her home. And I'm not really the best at weight loss stuff for cats because I'm softy. 
But Brooke was kind enough to say, well, you got her running around and, and the weight that she's gained is muscle mass. <laughs> so Brooke is very sweet to us fosters when we don't really complete our assignment. <laughs> she, but this cat was great and she ended up with the perfect home. She really does. She ended up with a, with a lady who just loved her. And, and they're doing great. So, which is the ultimate goal. Which is the ultimate yeah. goal. Is the ultimate and there's goal. A, the point it, is goodbye. Yeah, and there seems to be a, somebody out there for every, for every cat. They come there's in and say. There's cats that I'm just, yeah. you kind of, once you're experiencing them, you're like, I don't know what don't know your perfect like home them. is. Right. And there's always someone that comes in that is just the fit. Yeah, nice. they either ask about a particular cat they've seen on Pet Finder, the Pet Finder, page is, is pretty up to date, is really up to date on who we have available. Mm -hmm. uh, and they'll say, I want to meet this cat, even though the description is like, well, this cat isn't you know, for every single person. Um, or they'll just come in and say, I want the cat that's been here the longest. Don't care what it is, I just want it. Mm -hmm. Or um, I want the cat that's been the most difficult to adopt, and I have the place for them. And we just want to hug those people, and sometimes we do. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, before we wrap up, I do want to get from both of you, um, for anyone who is considering thinking about maybe becoming a foster parent, um, what advice or tips would you would give them? Well, uh, from my point of view, it is, as I said, so much fun, so many awe moments, um, so rewarding to watch them progress to be the cats that we know that they can be and, and be adopted. Um, you also need to know there are some difficult moments because kittens are fragile, uh, especially the ones that come in from less than ideal situations. And so you need to be ready um, to have our wonderful, to give Brooke a call every once in a while or, or bring them in to the vet if, if they don't seem to be doing well. And that's so heart-wrenching. Mm -hmm. you, you do get scared for them sometimes. Sure. But the support that we have is amazing and we do everything that we can for them. And when you pull them through, it's just, you know, it just brings tears to your eyes that right, you, you've right. had such good support and that you've been able to to help such a small, fragile being make it through. Yeah. Absolutely. Even though it's not their forever home, I'm sure that there is uh, some bonding that takes place. Oh, gosh, yes. And There's a lot of bonding. We have, one foster, we have one foster that has a, a wall of all the fosters. She has pictures on the wall of all the fosters that she has mm -hmm. had, and she keeps adding to it and adding to it. Yeah. And... Um, you know, there, well, actually, there's more than one that does that, or they keep a, a picture album or something on their yeah. on their phone of all the fosters that they've had. And well, a lot of us have Instagram pages for mm -hmm. our fosters, yeah. and and that's a good way to network with other fosters in the community. I'm in Davidson County. I live in Davidson County, even though I foster and and volunteer out here, um, and so I can find fosters if there's somebody near me that needs a foster, I can, I have some contacts through the, my Instagram page. Yeah. Uh, right. So, um, yeah. so uh, and, and it's a lot of fun to share on Instagram all the, the I think we have four or five fosters that have I Instagram have. pages, which uh, is fun. Yeah. All right, well thank you both so much. Um, I know I've learned a lot more about fostering. Um, and I don't know, maybe I'll, uh, do we have any applications back at the center I can <laughs> fill out to become? <laughs> Uh, well, thank you again, and thank you for uh, joining us for this episode of Pet Watch. And uh, until we meet again, we'll keep changing the county one animal at a time. <laughs>